הרי נימי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים המיתים של ירנו ולכל הצדיקים המיתים שוכני עפר קדוש משבר עצמה. ובפרט רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו למנחן לא באמת כל חוכמה רבנו נחמן פייגל מצמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ובכל המועד סוכות הלכו כל העולם, וגם רבנו הלך עמהם למערה של אליהו הנביא. אז רבנו was during the חג הפסוכות, אז רבנו was spending the holiday of סוכות, over there in חיפה. He and everyone there, the entire community, went to the cave of אליהו הנביא. ושם עשו כל העולם שמחה גדולה וריקודים ומחולות. And everyone there did a huge celebration, tremendous dancing and circles of dancing and lots of, lots of joy. But uh, Rabbeinu was in an, an entirely different state. Rabbeinu wasn't happy at all. Rabbeinu sat there with great dejection, dejection and a broken heart. And we described this idea last class of... Uh, I believe in the last podcast about um, um, how, uh, or two podcasts ago, the Sinyan, how Rabbeinu was constantly, uh, what do you call it, changing his uh, mood because he was constantly moving from level to level and therefore was it, he was unable to stay in the same place. And before Rabbeinu needed to accomplish anything spiritually, he always needed to go through this descent first. We discussed this Sinyan uh beforehand I forget which one but um, definitely in the past few podcasts and this Rabbi Zev asked he asked the attendant who was with Rabbeinu why is it for what reason is Rabbeinu in such sadness from the time of Rosh Hashanah up until now only God knows if this is good And also on the holiday of Simchat Torah, they did tremendous hakafot, they did hakafot with so much dancing and so much joy as is customary. The hakafot is whenever you take the Sefer Torah and you dance around the bima and uh, you sing songs and you make this tefillot to Hashem. And uh, everyone was very happy, especially because there were so many chasidim there present at that time. Rabbeinu too was in the Beit Knesset. He was in the synagogue. Rabbeinu did not want to do any encircling of the bima. He didn't want to dance with the Sefer Torah. Rabbeinu just sat there like in a submitted state with a bent head. This was Rabbeinu's way, the majority of the time, before he needed to accomplish something that he wanted to do. That Rabbeinu, every single time that he wanted to accomplish something great, he was, it was always preceded by a broken heart, very, very much. is brought down later in Siman Lamed Gimel, the Sinyan, that we see this... Um, Uh, this idea how Rabbeinu was completely always um, 
um, preceding his awesome states of uh, perce- his awesome perceptions with brokenheartedness. Rabbeinu uh, always used to put himself in this dejected state before he attained something great. As we know that there's always a descent before the ascent. And that's where the real avodah exists. The real service of Hashem comes from the place of descent, not an ascent. And this is why Rabbeinu was constantly going through uh, tough periods and descents and difficult times. You know, Rabbeinu lost many of his children. Rabbeinu said, nobody knows what's happening with me at all. The suffering Rabbeinu had to go through is immense. Rabbeinu said there are times, he says every time a person, Rabbeinu said there, there, I've been going through many times where I've been begging Hashem um, to allow me to attain the perception that anytime someone comes before me, that I feel what they're going through. Literally, that the same pain they're going through, I feel it myself. And Rabbeinu said that I've attained the perception now after he had worked on himself very much and he prayed to Hashem tremendously. Rabbanu said, I've attained the hasaga, I've attained the perception that any single time a person comes to me with his problems, I feel that problem. And um, in one second, I can get rid of it. In one second, I can feel it. If I pray to Hashem, I can feel the pain. In one second, I can get rid of it. Meaning if Rabbanu decides to, to feel that pain, he can feel it. If he decides to get rid of it, he doesn't no longer need to feel it anymore. But we see how Rabbeinu literally felt the pain of every single person that was coming before him. He felt the pain of every single Jew. It's something, it's a, it's a hasaga we cannot understand because that means Rabbeinu was mamash feeling the pain of every single person. It's something tremendous. We can't even begin to describe such things. Better not even speak of such things because um, it's so praiseworthy it would detract if I spoke about it. And after Simchat Torah, he told the man who was with him, Baruch Hashem, blessed is, blessed is Hashem. I've accomplished what I've wanted. To the greatest degree of perfection. Everything has been accomplished with the greatest degree of perfection. And nonetheless, I intended to stay and delay my trip and to stay here in the land of Israel because of my love for the land. But now, it's my will to make this trip happen, to go back to the to my house, to go back to Ukraine. Therefore, go back and uh, rent a boat to Istanbul. But the Rabbanus attended did not want to listen to him and he refused to travel back. Because he said, The man responded back to Rabbanu, My raton is to go back to, Tver- to go to Tveria, to travel to Tveria, to Tiberias. Rabbanu responded back to him, Rabbanu responded back to him, because of the fact that you desire to go to Tveria, go and rent donkeys to go there. Because it was Rabbanu's way to never be stubborn about any single thing, ever. We talked about this already. The attendant went and rented donkeys, and they went to travel to the, to the city of Tveria. And they arrived there at evening, in the evening. And that entire night, all the people of Tveria went to receive Rabbeinu's face, to greet him. As one entered, the other one left. And many dressed themselves within the garments of Shabbat, within their Shabbat clothing, just to honor Rabbeinu. Rabbeinu did not sleep, not one minute, the entire night because of this. In the beginning, as Rabbeinu entered Tveria, as Rabbeinu entered Tveria, 
he was hosted by his relative or his cousin, the grand, another grandson of Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Nachman Meharidenka, uh, Rabbi Nachman Horadenka, one of the, the, the youngest students of the Bashem Tov, Rabbeinu's grandfather. He too was hosted by his cousin, who was also one of the grandsons of uh, Rabbi Nachman Meharidenka. But many of the community said that Rabbeinu needs... Uh, that we need to see to it, basically. The community said we need to see to it that Rabbeinu has a bigger house. So that he should have a bigger, more expanded mind so he should have more peace of mind. Umiyad, and immediately Iskimu, they agreed, And immediately they all agreed that Rabbeinu should be hosted by the, the famous um, big Hasid pious tzaddik our master and teacher, Rav, Rav Tzvi Harkech, Rav Tzvi Hirsch of uh, Horki. Um, and immediately Rabenu entered that house and was hosted by uh, Rav Tzvi, uh, Rav Tzvi uh, Harkech. And uh, Hashem, that's, uh, that's it for today's podcast. God willing, we continue the next podcast with the word uh, in, uh, in the same Seif of uh, Yudchet of 18.